is it's my show but not my show hi how are you i am the blues man and i'm grateful that you've tuned into the show active fm this is my show but not my show hi the world changer you are at the right place at the right time with my man Musa and I myself Luando we are from Johannesburg in South Africa we are lovers of sport this guy loves music yes and if you want to contact us you can contact us through facebook that's active fm twitter active fm instagram active fm 777 as in active fm 777 tiktok active fm and spotify active fm This is our show, you know, a place where you get inspired, where we speak the word of God, where we make sure that you know something, you know, uh, within your heart takes place. You know, when you have faith, that's what you need, and and that's what we're responsible, you know. And we believe that just at the right time, at the right place, you have connected to this best show with myself and Musa. You know, I'm the blues man, so I need to put the smile on everyone's faces. So um, let me start off with this joke. What kind of man was Boaz before he got married? I'm just uh pausing so you can think of your answer. What kind of man was Boaz before he got married? Boaz was ruthless. Do you get it? So basically Boaz um is married to Ruth and before he got married he was ruthless. <laughs> yeah, very funny joke. So who was the first drug addict in the Bible? Nebuchadnezzar he was on grass for 7 years. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a funny one. I don't know if you get that. What did God say after he created Adam? I can do better than that and so he created women. Okay, all the women will probably agree to this but yeah, just a joke, just a joke. So that's the three jokes and um yeah. Hope you get impacted with the show. We have come to the point of introducing the topic of the show. We're talking about Jacob, very interesting, one of just, you know, characters in the Bible that blesses my soul. It has been a journey, you know, uh uh in my life and more and more and more I will f- be encouraged in this guy's life. You know, Jacob, very interesting, you know, story, but we're not going to go through the whole thing. It's very you know a uh, uh, match but you know i encourage you to to find time to just read about jacob's life and our intro very interesting you know is my night turns into a day suggesting <laughs> my night turns into a day like this nightmare turns into this beautiful dream you know what i'm saying are the impossible takes place that's what we actually actually saying here the impossible takes place so what we're reading Is Genesis chapter 28 verse 10. It says so Jacob left Beersheba and journeyed toward Haran. That night when he stopped to camp at sundown, he found a rock for a rest and lay down to sleep and dreamed that a staircase reached from earth to heaven and he saw that the angels of God going up and upon it, going up and down upon it. Very interesting. I love, I love this place is man. Like, yeah, man. I didn't see it that way, but now I'm getting it. So it's 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 very cool. Jacob was running away from his brother Esau because you know he decided that he wants the 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 birth rights of the firstborn. To be honest, his heart was there. He was after from birth. He was holding, you know, his brother's one one of his brother's feet. 
Uh, and if you know about that, it's that feed they present the purpose. So which means though he was the last born, but he, he was the second born, but he was holding on the purpose of the first born. So interesting, you know, uh, they were fighting already in the womb, two nations fighting in the womb. And, you know, and he, 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 he looked for that opportunity, look for that opportunity to do what, to get the promises of the first born. And God, I believe, you know, God looked at her heart and he saw that, you know, this guy believes in what I give. This guy believes in what I can do. And I believe God actually allow that to take place in his life. But, you know, when we trust God, when we, 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 we hold on on what God has for us, when, you know, we allow God and, and we, we go for what God has and what God is able to do, there's always a cost to pay. There's always a cost, to be honest, to pay. And say I know it in my life. I believe Musa can say the same thing. You know, although we have different uh, 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 experiences in life, but you know, it is for this case. It is for who? It is for God. So Jacob now is running away from home, running for his his life because his brother wants to kill him. The brother doesn't want to see him. That's a cause because you need to understand the emotions that are, are, are involved here and the causation of what of the emotions, what caused those emotions, why this situation now became so bad. Because, you know, first thing looking at Jacob, Jacob was very close to his mom. And he, he, he was young. And imagine losing what you know, losing what raised you the people that raised you and 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 losing your mother and it's not like she even died but you, you're not gonna see your mother soon that's all that's what happened and yet to run away running away from the place that you know to a place that you don't even know it's a problem because he doesn't know how things will be in his uncle's place but he had to run for his life and but the most important thing what caused this it was the right cause. It was, it was for the right purpose, the promise of God, the birthrights. You know, the promise of God. And the promise of God, to be honest, gives direction to the world. It holds the future of the world. It determines how the world will exist. You know, it determines the future of the world. That's how the promise of God is so great. And if you look at the cause and, and, and the promise of God, that is God. It was, you can't compare the two. So, Jacob lost everything. Jacob lost everything. He lost his parents. They were rich. They, they, remember, Isaac was blessed, even when the land was hit by the famine. But Isaac, his father, was Isaac, the father of Jacob, God blessed him while everyone was struggling, but he, he became prosperous regardless of how the land looked like. So he came from this, you know, a, a big family. This family had companies, you know, had employees, had servants. That's what I'm saying. And but all the privileges that he had, all that he was able to do was lost. All the comfort, all that was, 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 you know, was gone. And what we learn about is that as he was, you know, walking his journey, going to his uncle's place, it became dark. And that's the thing that you know in life, somehow, somewhere, it just becomes dark. He's walking, he's alone, he's walking in the wilderness, and the stuff, the emotions, this hardship that's taking place is, is, is facing, 
And to be honest, we cannot really understand the thoughts, but we understand that there were emotions that he was going through. But you know, before he even, I love that, before he even gets where he wanted to get to, it became dark. It became too late. I love it. You know, most of the time in our lives, that's what we're struggling with because you believe that, you know, at a certain time, you know, you were supposed to get at a certain place, but before you even get there, it becomes too late. Sometimes because of the lack, you know, of, of uh, 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 finances, of, of material uh, resources in our lives, you end up, you're not fulfilling what you're supposed to fulfill. You end up not getting, you know, to where you wanted to be, to where you plan to be. What is your resolution for, for the year? You, you understand what I'm saying? So there are many things that, you know, makes our vision crash. There are many things that make us crash, you know, and end up not fulfilling what we believe that we're living for. And that's what happened. It became too late. This guy is in a bad condition. It's bad for you. Didn't make it at the right time, became too late. The night just came. Maybe your night has come. Who knows? It has become dark. You find yourself in the night during the day that you never thought of within your secret place, within your heart, where no one sees, and, and that's what you're going through. You're going through this night. But you know what happened was that. The Bible says, that night when he stopped to camp at sundown, it makes you stop. The night when, when the dark comes in your life, when it becomes too late, most of us will stop. He had to stop, he had to, 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 to find a place to rest. And that's most of us that you know, when we get hit by that moment in our lives, we actually stop, we don't move on. And that's what happened, it says that night when he stopped at camp at sundown, he found a rock. I, I, I love that, he found a rock. Isn't that amazing that during your, your most worst situation in life, God is available. In your worst situation, in your worst hurting moment in life, God is there. God is in that situation. He has been waiting for you. He knew that you're going to get there. He knew that, you know, you're going to be facing this thing. It's going to become dark in your life. You know, you're not going to make it to the right time. But God made sure that even though you don't make it, but you will make it to him. So what happened was that, yes, Jacob, you didn't make it to your uncle's place, but you made it to Jesus. Because for me specific, the fact that he found a rock, that rock has so much to say. In the midst of his situation, in the midst of, you know, of what he lost, how his life is falling apart, he lost everything and how he saw his life. But guess what happened? The Bible says, when it became sundown, he found a rock. He could find a rock because the rock was there. And that's the thing to say, the rock is in your, in your situation. Like David, you know, David, when he was facing Goliath, he had to find the rock. He had to find a small stone. And that's the thing that, you know, 
in this situation that we are in, the world is in, you know, uh, the world is facing, but you know, you face this thing as individual. But the most important thing is what you can find out of this situation, which is, is God. And the biggest thing for me, it says, a rock for a head rest. <laughs> I feel like, you know, just stopping. You need a rest. Your head needs a rest. Your mind needs a rest. You see what I'm saying? And most of the times you're quiet, you're in the bus, you're quiet. In the taxi, you're quiet. There you are at work, you're quiet. Oh, we're worshiping, you're quiet. At church, you're quiet. Friends are laughing, you're quiet. Why? Because your mind is just going on talking. Why is that? You worry. You're thinking. Nothing makes sense. You're offended. Life offends you. You see what I'm saying? And what does that mean? That means your mind needs rest. At night, you're having all these nightmares. Why? Your mind doesn't have rest. What does that mean? That means your mind doesn't have direction. When you don't have a dream, what does that mean? It means your mind doesn't have what? Doesn't have rest. You see what I'm saying? Your mind is not directed to anything. You always think, you always worry. You know, this person will cheat on me. You know, like that person, maybe it's with that boy. You, know, you see what I'm saying? What if I lose my job? What if this happens? You know what I'm saying? What if the past leaves me? What if this happens? And, and we start making problems out of, you know, things that we're not even sure about. But, you know, stuff happens. You know, if this happened yesterday, this will happen. Oh, I'm finished. You see what I'm saying? So all these things are happening. Your mind needs rest. Your head needs rest. And that's, that's what I love. You see, if your head can get rest, this is amazing. It doesn't matter what the situation you are in, then you're fine. That's what you need. When you are in a situation, when it's so bad, when it becomes dark, when you lose everything like Jacob, but with him, it became different because regardless of what the situation was, he was able to have his mind finding rest. He was able to have his head finding rest. And that's what you need. You need to fix your mind. You need to fix your head, your direction. What is your future? What are your thoughts about your future, about your life? And that's what you need. You need to find rest you need to find jesus the only place that your mind can find rest on it's only one rock and that rock is jesus it's the most incredible thing and that's what you need in life it's only jesus it's only jesus and the bible says and lay down to sleep this this is what happened mm. and then you dream that a staircase reached from earth to heaven so the angels of God going up and down upon it at the top of the stage stood the Lord I am Jehovah he said the God of Abraham and of your father Isaac the ground you are lying on is yours I will give it to you and to your descendants for you will have descendants as much as does there will cover the land from east to west from north to south and all the nations of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendants and what more i am with you and will protect you wherever you go and i will bring you back safely to this land i will be with you constantly until i finish giving you all i am promising and then jacob woke up this is what he says he says 
Then Jacob woke up and God lives here, he exclaimed in terror. I have stumbled into his home. This is the awesome entrance to heaven. So what does that mean? That Jacob didn't know he was in the right place. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes you think you're walking into this bad situation, this disaster of your life, but you didn't know that you are at the right place. You didn't feel like. You see what I'm saying? That's the most important thing. Maybe you're in the best situation, not noticing that you are in the right place. And I believe that you are in the right place as long as you have Jesus, as long as you have confessed the name of Jesus, you have repented and you have given your life to the Lord. Guess what? You are in the right place. And at night, he's sleeping. It's dark. But it became a day in his soul, in his mind. He had a dream. He had a dream because remember at night, everything stops. People, they sleep. But for him at night, his soul was able to enter another day. A day that's endless. A world where there's no night, but it's all just day. And that's the thing to say, you know, when God, when you encounter God, it's the most important thing. He encountered God. And because he enco encountered God, that night had to change. Yes, physically. Yes, externally. Guess what happens? It was still dark, but internally, what was happening to him, he actually got into a world, into, into a life where everything was just busy as like a normal day, where the angels that were going up, people, you know, angels going down, there was life taking place, life was, you know, in, in function, God was there, God was speaking, no one was resting, guess what, there were no worries and all that, but what happened is that he was able to enter a day, his, within himself, his night was turned into a day, and God is able to do the same thing. And what I love is that this changed him. How he slept was a very different person from how he woke up. He woke up with a vision. He woke up with a different perspective. And he knew that he was in the right place. And now when he was going to his destiny, he knew that, you know, there's a life. There is a God who's beyond, you know, where I'm going to. Whatever life I will get. But you know, he went there with the promise of God. He was changed. He was different. You know what I'm saying? And you know, uh, it's amazing that you know, you from the beginning of your journey, and before you even get to the end of your journey, you are changed. You are a different person. And that's how it was. And it doesn't matter what would happen, but God has made a promise. I will be with you. I will never leave you. I will never leave you. And... He was able to find himself because now God is saying, what are you? Through you I'll bless all the nations of, of the earth. He found who he was. Because he has always been trying, fighting for the rights and all that. And God said, this is who you are. This is what I will do through you. I'm not doing anything on earth without you. Isn't it amazing that you can find so much goodness of God, you can find a God, you can find the promises of God, you can find the future, you can find a dream, just by finding the rock Jesus. The function of Jesus is indeed very powerful, and um, 
yeah i'm gonna just share a short testimony story that i i was reading when i was going through testimonies it's uh, it's about a normal pregnancy going wrong and doctors told the mom that her premature twins would die yeah let me just read through it one mother thought she was having a normal pregnancy until she went into labor with her twins at 22 weeks doctors told her that her premature daughters were going to die but this mother fought hard to give her babies a chance at life the name of this lady was Catherine, who runs an in-home daycare and her husband were eager to grow their family again when their son noah was 18 months old they got pregnant quickly and soon found out that they were expecting twin girls they were thrilled and so excited to become a family of five when Catherine was 21 weeks and five days pregnant with the twins everything changed she had caught a cold from one of uh, the children at her daycare and started to feel poorly while she was at the hospital to get a checkup she knew she was starting to get into lab to go into labor while getting the exam done this was Catherine talking while getting the exam done i kept telling the tech i was having contractions she kept telling me to relax and everything would be fine i stood up and bam my water broke they called up to the doctor who was on service in the trench and she came down and confirmed my water had broke through my tears i said what's going to happen to my to my daughters as she was wheeling me back upstairs she said the babies will be born today and they will die they will die tears still swell in my eyes when i speak those words when Catherine had made it upstairs, her mother-in-law, sister-in-law, husband and midwife were there waiting for her. She said, everyone surrounding me crying, they began to ask the doctor, what do we do? What can we do again? She told them, "This, there is nothing that can be done. The twins will be born today and they will die. The way she spoke was so cold and so matter of fact. My sister-in-law kept telling me we need to pray and I remember blurting out I will not pray I am angry I am angry with my God how, how can he allow this little did Catherine know that God was just starting a beautiful story Carrying on after this horrible news Catherine and her family started to research uh, which hospitals could help them they found out that a hospital in London uh Inter intervened with premature babies but only when they were 23 weeks uh, and obviously we know already that Catherine's two uh, twins were 22 weeks that's when Catherine turned into prayer she said I decided to pray to tell God I was angry all of a sudden after praying my contractions stopped just like that Catherine was then moved to a a room to test she spent the next she spent the next four days in the hospital bed with one with on and off label i couldn't get up to pee or move because every time i did baby a would come a little more she explains after those four days a full labor for Catherine began Catherine explains my mind was all over now i felt so defeated i'd lost this four-day battle was about to come to an end and i was on the losing end my mind was about to be shattered i was going to birth 
my daughters and hold them as they died. That's when a new doctor walked into her room with great news. A doctor in London, Otreo, was willing to take her in and try to save her babies. Once she was set up in the hospital, uh, Catherine started to give birth. I, I heard baby A's water is still here. She's coming out in, the, in her water. We thought she ruptured. I was frozen, said Kayla. For sure, Luna's water ruptured and now it was completely sealed again. Catherine goes on to tell about how her daughter Luna came into the world. She came out kicking and had the tiniest cry, weighing 14 ounce and 11 inches long. Then Catherine shares about her daughter Emma's birth. The goal was to keep Emma in. But that wasn't possible. The minute Luna was out, Emma's heart rate dropped. Emma came out crying like her sister, weighing one pound and 12 inches long. They were here. They were alive and they were stable, said Catherine. Luna and Emma spent a total of 115 days in the NICU. But they were able to come home before their due date. They are completely healthy in all ways possible, says Catherine. They are typical one-year-olds and unless I tell people they were born at 22 weeks, 18 weeks premature, they, they have no idea. This experience has impacted Catherine and her husband greatly and they have made it their mission to raise awareness for babies born at 22 weeks. We, we want the world to know they can survive and they can thrive. We went from 0% chance of survival to celebrating over one year of life. God showed up in a beautiful way through the, through the lives of Emma and Luna, the two kids, and may this family always remember his faithfulness in their lives. So yes, that was a story, a testimony, a very powerful one about... Uh, Catherine and her husband with the two kids that were born earlier. If you noticed, before the miracle, she was upset with God. She didn't know what was happening. She thought maybe, uh, no, she thought, why would God allow something like this? Not knowing that that was going to be the beginning of a beautiful story that will impact other people's lives. What I'm trying to say is what you're going through may feel like it's not going anywhere. It may feel like you're stuck. It may feel like... Um, you won't you won't succeed through whatever it is but if you carry on praying because that was the key moment here that's what changed everything even though she was upset she decided to pray and when she did that's when everything turned around so you may be going through the worst of worst things ever but no prayer will change everything the 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 work of god is powerful you know god god well this this topic actually thinking about it is similar to last week's topic the last show's topic about um the strange way god moves in people's lives there's something strange in in everything falling apart so it's, it's it's something it's this topic is very similar in a way of um we need to look at life differently we can always um how can i say we can always look at the negative stuff but the more you focus on the bad things going on in your life the more the bad things are going to grow in your life. But the more you focus on your faith in God, the more your focus is there, the more 
your faith in God will grow. So it's a matter of where you focused. It's a matter of if you focus here, it will grow. If you focus here, it will grow. So my question is, what are you focused on? And by this story, I hope you feel encouraged because this is a very powerful story. So I'm going to just let Luando talk now. Thank you. Maybe the person out there who's um, like, I want to accept Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. I want this rock in my life. So this is the most important thing you can do for your life. You can find the promises of God. They're all available for anyone out there who is thirsty for the Lord, who wants peace, wants, you know, living waters within yourself, flowing from your belly, you know, streams of living waters, rivers of living waters, just living in you, you know, if you want life. And this is your opportunity to say, you know, accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Take this rest, take this rock, let your mind rest, let your life rest. You know what I'm saying? If you messed up in your mind, your life is always messed up. Your, your life always depends on what's happening on your mind. You see what I'm saying? And that's actually the thing to say, uh, 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 it's, 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 it's a place, it's the top part of yourself. And God had to, 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 to show himself also on top of what, of the staircase. You see what I'm saying? And giving, is giving Jacob, is giving Jacob what the vision. And God says, I have life for you. I have prosperity for you. I've created you, you know, with plans for good intentions, for, for the best life, for the best future. And this is your moment that you can have right now, this time. It starts right now. It is now. It is now. You can accept Jesus Christ by praying this prayer. Say, Dear Jesus, I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I give you my life. I accept you because you are greater, because you are what I need. And thank you that I've discovered you regardless of where I found myself. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you out there. Believe that you are blessed. May God bless you. May God move in your life. May God reveal himself moreover to your generations, your children, 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 your descendants. May God protect you, cover you with his wings. Don't forget to visit our website, www.activefm.co.za, our Facebook page, forward slash at activefm777, our Twitter at activefm777, our Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Twitter at ActiveFM. God bless you. stream Reactive's very own The Movement album on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Reactive is a movement.